0: Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. Do you know where your income will come from in retirement? David helps people know where their paychecks will come from in retirement. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to clientsexcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. All right. Welcome
1: back to the Excel in Retirement Show. Is this show 72? This is show 73 of the Excel in Retirement Show. And I appreciate you listening here today. We are always happy to entertain your feedback or questions or comments. You can send those to us at connect at clientsexcel.com. Well, today I want to talk about your high school experience. What do you remember about high school? If I had to pick one word that described high school for me, it would be awkward. It seemed like it was a very awkward time for me, and there's a lot of reasons and sometimes when we're sometimes when we're having a cup of coffee I'll share those with you, but it was a it was a challenging time, I think it is for a lot of kids, and so awkward would be the word that described it if I had to pick one word. So let's go back to your high school prom. Did you have a high school prom or some kind of formal or dance or something like that? Well, let's say, hypothetically, you're a senior in high school and you know of a pretty girl you want to take to the prom, but it is so darn hard to find the courage to ask her out. You've talked to her a little at lunch, but you're awkward, so conversation has been sparse at best, but she knows of you at least. Now, your internal deliberation of when to ask her to the prom is killing you inside. You hem-haw around, and finally, you don't get it done that week, so you go home that Friday deflated and dejected by nobody but yourself. You didn't work up the courage to ask the pretty girl out. Did this ever happen to you? You think about this situation all day on Saturday because you don't want to go to the prom alone. You think to yourself, how much more fun would it be to have someone to dance with? You finally determine, come hell or high water, you're going to walk straight up to that pretty girl on Monday morning and ask her to the prom. You walk into school Monday morning, you spot this angelic girl, you bow out your chest, you wipe the nervous sweat off your brow, and you walk right up to her and blurt out in one breath. Will you go to the prom with me? It was all you could do to get it said. Your nerves had zero time for small talk about the weekend or the upcoming biology quiz. You were all business. The pretty girl calmly replies back that she just accepted another ex- suitor's request earlier that morning. Now you're dejected again. You fell victim to opportunity cost. Had you asked her out on Friday, she probably would have accepted. Who knows? Instead, you went with another girl that you were not as interested in and you had a mundane time. The memories you could have had were sacrificed because of your inability to work up the courage to ask the pretty girl out to the prom. Can you think of any times you've missed out on something because you didn't act on an inclination? It's natural for our sentiment to change, What we're feeling one year may be totally different in a year or two from now. Sometimes feelings change. I've seen this play out during my 10 years working in the financial services industry. The biggest driver seems to be who's in charge of our government. So who's the president? And it really affects the way people feel about their finances and the overall economy and stock market. But over the last year, something new has started to develop. And I want to share with you here how it may be costing some people thousands of dollars. And that's really no exaggeration. Stick with me here and I'll explain. We're told financial sentiment is driven by two main factors, greed or fear. It's our basic instincts, and it's often easy to see which one we're more prone to when it comes to our money. It typically doesn't take very long at all to figure this out. Some people tend to lean more heavily towards fear or greed. But maybe an appropriate tone is a combination of knowing when to be greedy and when to be fearful. Then you want to develop rules for how you are invested. If you don't have rules established beforehand, you're just going by feelings, which is not how we should run our finances because I think you may agree that sometimes our feelings can be irrational and we don't want irrational thought processes affecting our finances. So that's a, that's a good rule to have rules. <laughs> if you don't know uh, what to do or you don't have enough information to make a decision, sometimes we default to doing nothing. In our illustration above, that's what the high school boy did initially. He did nothing, and when he did do something, the opportunity was gone. Opportunity cost is the expense we pay when we delay making a decision. So when we delay making a decision, that's opportunity cost and it's an expense. So let's talk about about why some people may be hesitant to make decisions with their finances right now. The last 20 months have been filled with uncertainty. COVID-19 emerged and has caused destruction, despair, and isolation. Those are the three words that I would use to describe COVID-19. Destruction, despair, and isolation. Then the government started stimulating the economy by lowering interest rates even lower and printing money and buying bonds and equities. Then we had a divisive and and contested presidential election that resulted in a new presidential administration. Even now, things seem to be uncertain with how things will play out in the long term. And many people have been reluctant to invest their retirement savings. This is the first time I've seen this many people sitting in cash or cash-equivalent accounts in my 10 years of doing this business. And it seems reasonable, though, to a degree that they would be reluctant, right? Well, the bad news keeps coming because there's a cost to not investing your money. So let's talk about that. Let's say, hypothetically, you have $500,000 sitting in cash, so it's not invested, and let's say it's just in a money market or cash equivalent account, and it's not earning interest. Let's say this $500,000 is in your IRA, and if you were able to make just a modest return of 5%, you would end the year with $525,000, right? So you had 500,000, you made 5%, so your account balance at the end of the year is 525. Let's do some, some calculations here. There are about 231 days where the stock market is open every year. If you were to to divide that $25,000 by 231 days, that would equate to $108.23 per day. For any day you're not invested and earning 5% in this hypothetical illustration, you're not making $108.23. Now, obviously, these numbers are simplified for illustration's sake, but that 108.23 would equate to lost opportunity of $2,146.50 per month when you're uninvested. So your opportunity cost for being in cash and not invested is $2,146.50. That's taking 5% and dividing it out over 231 days. What can you do with $2,146? I can pay my mortgage with that and a little few more expenses, actually. How about you? Not only are you losing money to inflation when you're sitting in cash, but your lost opportunity cost is significant here. You're basically losing $2,146 plus any kind of inflation that you have. If we're going to use cash equivalent accounts, we need to establish beforehand what are the parameters. It's not inherently wrong to be in cash in an account, and it can be useful at times. This is why we want to develop investing rules and have them readily available about what we're going to do when stress is applied to our portfolio or the stock market or the economy gets really volatile. And so, If you don't have rules developed for what's going to happen beforehand, we are just going by feelings, and that can be problematic. I'd be happy to talk with you more about any of these topics or dive deeper on them if you would like. You can respond by uh, emailing us at connect at clientsexcel.com or you can reach us at our office at 864-641-7955. Again, that's 864-641-7955. Thank you for listening to our show. If you know of somebody that would benefit from this information, please forward this along to them, and we would appreciate it. Hope you have a great day, and we will have
0: another episode out next week. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.